Welcome to Kudos Kirby, a comic's journey into Jack Kirby's lesser-known works. I'm Angus, and will be your guide through the monthly expedition to uncover those hidden gems from the King of Comics' over 20,000 comic book pages. We hope you enjoy this latest adventure in the journey. Toy stories. I, I, I did the stories and the illustrations. Sometimes they would send us scripts. But I throw them out the window. I happen to be a guy who does what he wants, lives the way he wants to. I love people in general, even the villains in my comics. To me, a people, there is something in their lives that makes them become a problem to others. That's how I saw everything. Star Spangled Comics. Here it is, another slam-bang action adventure of the Newsboy Legion with The Guardian. The Newsboy Legion in the house where time stood still. The old house huddles in its weed-grown yard, an enigma from the past while behind its barred doors and boarded windows, two weird old men nurse a foolish crudge against the world. But reality has a way of forcing itself upon the most retiring of men. And this time, it has the expert assistance of the Newsboy Legion and the awe-inspiring Guardian as they attempt to solve the strange mystery of the Moldering Mansion and its aged inhabitants. And thus begins our Star-Spangled Comics, issue number 21 from June 1943. Our writer is Joe Simon. Our penciler is Jack Kirby. Our inker is Arturo Casanueva. And our editor is Jack Schiff. Citizens are very concerned that the Presby brothers haven't been seen in over 25 years. So the Newsboy Legion and the Guardian decide to investigate. During their investigation, they learn that the Presbys had locked themselves in their home to avoid contact with World War I and now World War II. This is played right into the hands of a couple of Nazi spies who intend to use their home as a secret Nazi radio station to contact submarines. The Guardian comes to the rescue, or at least attempts to, until he's captured as well. So it is up to the Newsboy Legion to save their shield-bearing friend, the Guardian, while proving to the Presbys that the Nazis are an enemy that must not be ignored. Wow. This story is right in lockstep here with everything that had been published up to that time from Boy Commandos, and the war effort is in full swing. Our illustrations here by Jack Kirby are fantastic. Really enjoy the action as the boys 
enter into the home. They let the guardian ultimately to the house. And of course we know that that was officer Jim who they had let known of the house and he comes in as the guardian. And while he enters in as the guardian, of course he's overwhelmed by these Nazi spies, the breaking into the house, the smashing of the windows, the, Melee that ensues, the guns being pointed, the fisticuffs, all of the high stakes Kirby action is captured going from panel to panel to panel. The layout here is evenly divided up into a six panel page, two panels per row with three rows. There are the, I call them silhouette carve outs. I really love this technique that Jack uses for placing what looks to be a portal on the page, on the panel, and then he zooms in to focus in on some action. And I'm looking right now at one of the Nazi spies holding a gun to Scrapper while the Guardian comes in to intervene. Really, really great stuff. And these brothers, the Presby's, look like they have been locked up in there for 25 years. They are not shaven at all. They've got this long hair. They look like they've been just completely locked in from the rest of the world, unaware of what had transpired in World War I or World War II. And we finish with, but so far, the Amazing Guardian has been the only one who has succeeded in following these razor-edged lads of the Newsboy Legion. However, there's no telling what will happen when they run up against new perils, new puzzles, and new thrills in the next big issue of Star Spangled Comics. Our next story comes from Star Spangled Comics, issue number 22. This has the exact same creative team, with our story being Brains for Sale. Gabby is the victim of a prolonged scam when a car he gets put in, charge of watching over, suddenly ends up in a wreck. Now, he has two days to come up with $2,000. Or the vehicle's owner will call the police and have him sent to reform school. He finds a doctor offering to buy people's brains for $2,000 each. And in his gullible way, he signs a bogus contract. The only catch was he needed to die. Now, once it's uncovered that this was all set up by Sam the Muscle, to knock off the meddling newsboy legions once and for all, and do it one by one, in order to retake Suicide Slum in the name of crime, the Guardian steps in and helps the newsboy legion to fight off the gangsters and save their pal, Gabby, here. This premise is pretty far-fetched when we're entering into this story. Matter of fact, we open up with, how much is your brain worth? 
Some people use their brains to get rich, and some for the advancement of knowledge. But Gabby, hmm, the problem child of the Newsboy Legion, uses his to get into one of the most astounding jams we've ever heard of. When Sam the Muscle decides Suicide Slum isn't big enough for his mob and the wide-awake wards of rookie cop Jim Harper, it takes all the slamming might of the mysterious Guardian to knock the price tag off a certain unique bit of merchandise. And we open up with a full-page spread here of this doctor with these calipers taking a look at the size of Gabby's cranium. It's pretty amusing. A very strange tale indeed, brains for sale. By United States war savings bonds and stamps, we are reminded of that. And then when we enter into our story, there are lots of greens and oranges in here and some purpley blacks. And I absolutely love the facial expression of one Gabby here. The break don't work on the car that he was charged with looking after. It's, it was one of Jack's great facial expressions, one of utter fear, and, and he's just beside himself. The crash is classic Kirby action as you have Gabby's face planting into the steering wheel. And then he goes on his adventure, and the Guardian is looking after the Newsboy Legion to make sure that none of them get into too serious trouble. And then once he's there, and Gabby is with the doctor, and he's signing this bogus contract, that is right there, a series and panels of just comic goodness. It's, it's, it's really, really amusing. And Jack does a great job here of having this doctor come in and size up Gabby's head and it's just, it's priceless. It's really, really a lot of fun. So you can see that both Joe and Jack are having a lot of fun with this one. The other thing that comes to mind when looking at all these panels is that Jack was very good at portraying action and immediacy of a scene by allowing his characters to actually break the panel. Here we have Gabby. He's running. And he holds his hands out, and he's got his leg extended. And he looks like he's literally coming out of the panel and into another. And this is to express the haste with which Gabby is running here to intervene. The rest of our story is pretty formulaic now. And what we've gotten used to, in a very good way, with the Newsboy Legion. Jim Harper, as the Guardian comes in to save the day and bail the kids out of this situation, particularly with this bogus setup that had been put up here for Gabby. And before they can knock Gabby out and take his brain out, there's the Guardian coming in, fisticuffs blazing, and they end up getting the bad guys in the end, which is always great. Got a good, good resolution to this. You ain't kidding nobody, Jim Harper. Hi, boys. Here you and the Guardian have done it again. How is it I always miss out on these parties? He wants to know how it is. Shall we tell him? And of course they don't. And of course they do. Are always suspecting that Jim Harper is indeed the Guardian. 
And that's the long-going gag here within this series. Maybe the kids of the Newsboy Legion aren't too heavy on brains, but they're certainly not light on action, as you'll see when you read their next adventure in Star Spangled Comics. Kudos, Kirby. Whatever I put in my comics, I hopefully feel that this love of people may have been transmitted to them and help them and help them. Not helping them in any way, I'm not a psychiatrist, but just giving them another friend.